One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Before I get into this week's episode of Sexy Unique Podcast, I have a couple announcements. Number one, there is a store for this podcast that sells pretty incredible merch. It's called Sexy Unique Store, and you can check it out at sexyuniquestore.com. And I am pleased to announce that the best-selling Vanderpump Rules is a show for geniuses. Stickers are officially back in stock. You can check those out along with Road to Sir posters, a very, very special homage to Lindsay Lohan and more at sexyuniquestore.com. Also, a little reminder that this podcast is brought to you by my patrons on Patreon. You guys make it possible for me to talk about Vanderpump Rules, Lindsay Lohan's Beach House, and so much more on a weekly basis. And for that, I am forever grateful. If you've been a longtime fan of the pod, or if you're a new listener and you really, really want to support, here's how you can do it. Just go to patreon.com slash podcast, and it is there that you will find all the details you need to become a supporter of SEP. For as little as a $1 per episode commitment, you will have access to over 60 bonus episodes as well as season one and two recaps of Vanderpump Rules. That's so much content for so cheap. Honestly, it's a great deal. You should check it out. www.patreon.com slash podcast for more details. And if you feel like becoming a supporter is out of your budget or you're simply not interested, you can help spread the word by rating this podcast five stars and leaving a glowing review. Plus, 
you can tell all your friends and family about it. And then you will still be supporting my dreams to loll about Vanderpump rules for the rest of my life. All right. And now without further ado, I give to you this week's episode of SUP. This is the Sexy Unique Podcast, an exploration of Vanderpump Rules. And I'm your host, Lara Marie Shane Hall. Everybody freeze, put your hands up. We ain't about to take it easy, I hope your cakes up. London with the beach, here we go, so in. Come go with a friend, you be both in. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sexy Unique Podcast. I'm here today with Helen Donahue. Hello. Hi. Thank you for being here. Yeah, 100%. I'm so I'm excited. So excited. You reached out and it was just like, it was like magical timing. Yeah. And then yeah. I'm always looking for people who are just like fully versed within the Vanderpump Rules universe. I was surprised to see that Felix was. And super excited when yeah. he shared that. I was like, okay, like I, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyone, awesome. if you're a pump head, you're listening and you need to be on the podcast, just reach out. I'm also, it was so, I don't know if I relayed this to you over social media, but it was so ironic that you had Roxanne on your last pod. First of all, iconic, but also we're in the same Playboy. I did like a nude spread. Oh my God. Which I'm not allowed to like share the assets for yet. But she's also in the magazine. Oh, is it not? Has the magazine not been published yet? (sighs) No, it's been out for like two and a half months. I just, they want to like activate our specific spread because it's like female journalists that are like. Also sexy. Love yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. It's it's basically like me like talking about how I'm trying to like change people or like young people's perspective of feminism, mm-hmm. which I am trying to do because I feel like it's like an alienating word for like Gen Z. Yeah. So I'm trying to like reel them in with like other things and like I don't know. I love. So I'm now just like going through that issue of Playboy and sing and like singling out pump heads and getting them on the pod. Yeah. No, it was like incredible because <laughs> she's in the same issue. I should have brought you when I have two. She I'm has so it. Okay. Yeah. You'll have to give it to me some other time. But I, I read will. her article. It was like it's all brilliant. about her clapping back on Twitter and stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, it's brilliant. Yeah. And, uh, they did this with me. They did a project with myself and five other Playboy journalists, which seems like a bit self-aggrandizing for mm-hmm. Playboy to be like, oh, like, female journalists are, like, feminists, too, but, like, only ours. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, the, the, like, idea behind it was uh, that you can be, which is kind of, like, a no-duh for me, but, like, you can be a feminist and still write for Playboy. But yeah. I, I guess for a lot of people, that's, like, a far away concept. I guess maybe, but like, I it feel like, be. no, it shouldn't be. Yeah. Cause I feel like now we're hearing more, like, I feel like M, like Emily Radikowski or whatever is like, you can be a feminist, but like still be hot. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, okay, do you remember yeah. her and, and Kim's mirror photo where yeah. they're like feminists? Like mm-hmm. the caption, what was the caption? They were like feminist AF or something like that. Yeah. It was they're, something they're just, like, very covering, basic. They're like huge titties in the mirror with like their tiny waist and having like peace signs. Yeah. And which, being, which is like, feminist. Yeah. Fuck. So feminist. <laughs> I love the idea that, like, when you say something like that, it's like groundbreaking. Like, it never that occurred was, to anyone that yeah. you can be hot and be a feminist at the same time. That was what they they kind of like asked me to write about, and I was like, "That's really hard to write about <laughs> because I feel like it's such 
but you're spreading the word. I am. I am. Yeah. Maybe middle America needs to hear it the most. Yeah. I don't know. They, my, my like title and like the feature is feminist firebrand and I didn't <laughs> choose it, but I think it's like kind of funny. That's I don't, good. I don't even really know what it means. Like, Me either, but it sounds, it would be good on the resume. Should I Google it? Yeah. How long have you been watching Vanderpump? Um, since the first season. So okay. I've been watching since 2012. So you've been in it. Very in it. Yeah. Yeah. Who's your favorite? Honestly, my favorite is Stassi, and I mm-hmm. like her. I see a lot of myself in Stassi, which yeah. could be bad. I think it's like I've come around on Stassi because it's been a real like love hate relationship over the years. Yeah. She was like particularly monstrous in like seasons one and two. Then she has her, like, she gets knocked down a couple pegs, like, season three, four. Yeah, yeah. And has to really crawl her way back up. Yeah, and she now to we're build just, the trust back. Yeah, and, and now we're watching her succeed. And she did that with Lisa. Succeed. Yeah, and I, I which think is that hard. That's so hard because Kristen, as we saw in the last episode, is just, she's never going to be able to do it. No, Kristen will never be truly she's in the She's not fold. respected. No. Um, I think Saucy's really smart. I don't mm-hmm. think that the show has ever given her credit for being as smart as she is. She's really smart. She knows exactly what her audience wants. Yeah. Um, and she's been able to like build a very sustainable brand and oh, like yeah. business outside of anything to do with. To- I every once in a while listen to it Me for too. bonus episodes and like roast it because I'm just like, this is like innate, the most like inane conversation, especially when like the other witches of WeHo are on and they just like are talking about God knows what. Yeah. But like, I definitely listened to her like anti Me Too episode. Did you hear yeah. that? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I go on like long walks and listen to her podcast where it's just like, it's really easy to, it's almost meditative because she mm-hmm. talks about nothing. Yeah. She's literally talking about like her day and like Bo and like how sweet he is. And then she'll like eventually have like an ex of like Jax's on as like her guest. <laughs> <laughs> she keeps it also really just within her own universe. Like she's not really trying to expand out with like interesting guests. So I, I feel like, it's, like, yeah, it's all her friends. It's just like Rachel O'Brien. Yeah. Or yeah. it's people that like she, for her, they're like a really big, I remember this one girl. I totally forget. I think her name is also Sheena. Sheena. Is it? No, wait. Is there another Sheena in the mix? I feel like there might be. There is. And I think they're friends and that she's like a wellness hoe. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And whenever she was on the podcast, I listened to it. And then I was like, oh, like this, she like must really be someone. And I went to like her Instagram and she had like no, and I was like, no, this is like someone that Stassi just like, it's like, it's just like in her crew. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like I have another podcast where it's just like me and my friends, but it's very, it's very similar where it's just like, sometimes I'll go outside of like the friend group to like book someone like a psychic or something. But mostly I'm just like, I just want to lol with like people I know. I kind of like that. And I think that a lot of people are relating to it. Mm -hmm. But the thing about Stassi's podcast that I can't get over is that she calls her fans her Khaleesi's. That actually sends like shivers down my spine. Like I I had just a mini seizure right now. I just like, I want wonder like how does she relate to like how is she relating herself to game of thrones first of all at all but also to like i don't watch it anymore i, I don't trash. watch it like i it's one of those shows that like i missed it kind of when it was coming up as like a popular yeah. show and then now there's just too much of it so i so, feel yeah. like it's like my time is precious and if i'm gonna devote 
to like an hour long drama, it's going to be Sopranos. Yeah. Like I don't well, yeah, have, same. I have no bandwidth for like fantasy. No. And I think that the thing that actually like popped off with Game of Thrones was the amount of sex and they tuned it down. And so I'm just like, I don't like, yeah. I don't want, they got to the like dragons. If a brother and sister aren't fucking yeah count me why out would, yeah why would yeah. watch it but stassi like her i just like do you think that you're does she think daenerys? she's daenerys like because they're I, both blonde I, I think so i think that that's the connection i think that stassi also sees her as like this very like powerful aggressive woman which i think she could be if she utilized her intelligence I'm waiting for her book about like basic bitch. I can't wait to read that book. I really want to get sent um, a galley. Yeah. I don't want to buy it. No, no, but But I do want to get like an advanced copy, but I do think I could probably, we could both. I'll buy it. Yeah. We can definitely request. I feel like I'm, I have so many questions. Like I'm like, did she write this by herself? Did she have a ghostwriter? What do you think? Because you're a writer, too. Like, you know the drill when it comes to, like, books I think she likely has a really good editor. Yeah. Um, but even just, like, the scene from, like, what was it? Was it one or two episodes ago? Where, where she's, she's just like, Skyping? pretending to, that like, was maybe write. So fake. And uh, what what is Bo called? Bo's like, oh, you're, like, Stephen King's daughter. <laughs> like, there's, like, so far, like, a man who's written, like, what, like, 600 books. And then Stassi's just, like, sitting at a table in, like, a black dress. And, like, Skyping, which... That's not like how it works, which no. I said on the podcast at the time. I was like, just FYI, as someone that's like written books and had to like talk to editors, like I've never Skyped with them. And then you also don't like sit down and Skype and they're like, okay, so you have three months, like hope you can make it go. Yeah, like no. it's not <laughs> how it I works. mean, that's so unreal. I mean, I guess that begs the question of the ghostwriter part because writing a book in three months is like not plausible for someone like Stassi yeah like I thought even though it is centered around like outfit of the day section yeah and like I feel like there's a chapter about like pugs and why they're cool <laughs> which I was like okay justice Wait, for does pugs she, does she like, have a pug or does Bo no no one has a pug but it was just like I remember in the blurb for the book like pugs were mentioned like it was like it's okay to like wine and pugs and I was like, no it's one ever okay said it was not okay to like love a pug. That is so funny. funny. I can't wait to read it. Like it made me think that she had written like a huge chunk of the book in the proposal already. Like a lot of sample material and like chapter outlines were already very much mapped out. That so is that, the best way. To yeah. Because then when you have like a very limited amount of time to write it, it's like, not it's not like you're starting from just like ground zero trying to like write an entire book like most of it has probably been like on the page or at least you know where you're going with this book yeah i'm actually excited for it me too i really want to read it and also if she had a ghostwriter i'm jealous because i feel like that would be my favorite thing to do yeah i would love to edit or write stassi's book and she did write for Pandora's website. Yeah. Like long ago. And yeah. she did like write for her own website until it kind of changed from like a fashion blog just to like a general kind of yeah. celebrity website. I think she's smart. Like I think she could write. She mm-hmm. just doesn't. She's not around the right people to ever like execute her smarts. Yeah. She's surrounded by dum dums. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think she's dumb. I've always thought she was like inherently smart and yeah. like knows how to like hold herself. 
she's reality TV gold and like has been wanting this life for so long. And it's kind of amazing that it just finally all clicked into place for her. And she's like living out her destiny. Yeah. I wonder how much money she makes. I was wondering that last night. Cause I was like, I think they make like true bank now. I think so too. Like the joke is fully um, on us because yeah. they are rich. Yeah. And I was like, got kind of depressed at one point last night. Like I couldn't sleep. And then one of the thoughts that like went through my head was like, everyone on Vanderpump rules is rich. And then it really like threw me. Who do you think is the least well off currently? Probably. I think, okay. I don't know. Did Brittany join no she's probably doing really well because her alliance with Jax and well, their relationship and I bet they got a, I bet they're getting a big payday for their wedding yeah and they did that the the um, Raquel is a day pl- Raquel's like a day player I think like I think she only gets paid by the hour for any sort of like talking head interviews she does so she's like very but like what else does she do what else can she do yeah Raquel's someone that's like I'm worried her i just like in my head i can't get i can't get her saying the word scoops out of my head you know what i'm talking about you do a really good scoops scoops of ice cream she speaks for someone that dumb that's not mean she's dumb she's dumb yeah for someone that dumb she speaks like every word out do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's how you know Scoops someone my- is extra dumb is if they have to like enunciate everything they say. Yeah. And also the sign of a total dummy is when you call them dumb and they get so upset about being called dumb. It's like Because they know they're dumb. She cried. Yeah. She was like, I am dumb. Yeah. And so then it's like, okay, <laughs> well the jig I'm is dumb, up. You're dumb. James. And he's just like, and then it cuts. He's to like, like, No, you're my world. You're my world, babe. You're my queen. <laughs> you won't answer. <laughs> Like that question, he just diverts and tells her like how gorgeous she My is. My favorite part was like the cut shot where it was clear they like put some sort of like hold before he could talk in there, and so it was just like thirty <laughs> seconds of him just like staring at the wall, like wondering what to say. And you have to like wonder like what's going on. Like was that actually how it happened? And she's but it, it kind of seemed like it was because she was like kind of just staring and being like, "Are you going to answer?" Yeah, and then she has time to really wonder if she is dumb as well, and like question she is her morality. Her watching Winnie the Pooh like alone in like a classroom. It's heartbreaking. But at the same time, I'm like Raquel's struggle. <laughs> such a struggle. Um, actually, one of like the talking points I wrote down was she said something that I could not get over. Hang on, <laughs> you probably wrote it down too, or you at least know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, whenever she got like very vindictive about his letter writing, oh yeah, and she goes, "If you're gonna be friends with Lala, what am I gonna do? Just sit at home with Graham." <laughs> pans to the dog like laying on the floor and it's like what like i like james isn't asking you to like sit at home with like your apricot poodle no as like your only option in life unless he is i feel like he is probably rather controlling he probably likes her like i think he got her that apartment like he was like i got the apartment babe and you're just gorgeous you get to hang out in here and he pays for like stuff for her like i went to a you next tuesday and like really tried to like corner him and interact with him just to see what was going on and then he revealed like he pays for all his parents stuff he pays for Raquel's like 
schooling and then like schooling <laughs> schooling she's still in school i don't know she needs to go to some sort of school <laughs> she needs to go back to school what was her i think she revealed what her degree was in but i kinesiology forgot. which means like she could be a physical, chiropractor yeah a physical yeah. therapist or a chiropractor would you let her crack your back no i think that she doesn't have the she strength couldn't. she couldn't yeah she couldn't like have you ever gone to a chiropractor that simply doesn't have the yeah. strength to handle Actually, you I just switched chiropractors because of that because i was like you're not doing and she would be like oh i think like um your neck's just too tense to crack no, and then i went to another one and he was just like yeah i went to one recently that just like could not manipulate my body in the way it ne- and i was like they Wait. have to be fearless and very strong yeah there's one chiropractor who's also paris hilton's chiropractor Stop. that truly is the best one out there he's a total like slick guy and he has an awful personality <laughs> and will ask that. you like really uncomfortable questions about like your dating life as though I've he knows you new york city chiropractors like that yeah and then he like breaks your neck and then you feel immediately better and that, i that's don't like yeah that's, dr that's tom high that like i can't replace yeah he's the one like and i was like you know what i'm sick of giving dr tom my business like i'm gonna go to this other guy and this other guy just like fucked me up more Can and you so give me dr like, tom i'll give you dr tom i saw paris hilton in the waiting room once like that's worth it yeah we kind of talked about this offline but this episode sucked it did it sucked it was a filler episode yeah uh no drama like don't try and make me believe that there's any sort of high stakes with this daily mail party yeah i i mean it didn't even really show us like what happened there it was more just like blurbs of like lisa's like drunk which also like they cut away from like the same scene of her drinking once like four times and i was like so she drank one cock like it's her drinking one pink cocktail but she was drunk like there's a moment where you can just tell that she's like fully blackout like just smiling at nothing yeah and i was like lisa deserves this but also this is probably her blowing off a lot of steam because she's basically getting raked over the coals in beverly hills and like Mm -hmm. isn't she gonna be out of beverly hills now yeah i think that when does that that premieres like what next week i think Um, so and i think it's her i know it's her last series but i don't know if she leaves like mid way through i'm also fascinated by her not going to andy's baby shower i know that is like you don't not go yeah that's like a bravo no yeah like that is she drew a line in the sand and like she'll never be able to like bounce back from that yeah watching i was watching uh watch what happens live last night and uh, my boyfriend made like a snide remark about like andy being like who does he think he is and i was like we don't talk about him like that you're like i got <laughs> I, i'll I never got, like, have a terrible chill because it, he'll destroy you yeah yeah he owns everyone everyone he owns everyone and once you follow a favor like you are out of favor even if he has you on his show he's oh yeah just, like, that doesn't he mean he likes you. you yeah yeah you have to be in favor with him like i worry about the future of vanderpump rules because lisa didn't go to his baby shower like this is gonna have consequences <sighs> that we don't even understand yet that are going to play out like uh, for the rest of our lives let's not think about that one funny thing from watch what happens live is that Andy validated for Raquel that she looks like a young Connie Britton. <laughs> That's true. I know. I know. She was like, he was like, so who do you look like? And she was like, uh, <laughs> I, 
I guess it was like something that had That's come a up. Really good question to ask Raquel. Like, yeah. keep, keep it really <laughs> simple. Who do you look like? So, like, what's you know, like it's like it's something that you ask people in middle school. You're like, so, like, what yeah. celebrity do you think you resemble most? It's like a it's like a Cosmo or like what was that magazine like Seventeen or YM? Yeah, yeah. Where it, it, it like asks you questions like that, where you like have to like decide which celebrity you are. And she was like <laughs> Connie Britton. Yeah, someone had posted in the SUP Facebook group that like they posted like a side by side and it was shocking how similar they looked. It's just also so offensive to Connie Britton. Yeah. As, like a Connie doesn't deserve this. No. No. She doesn't. Who do you look like? It's <laughs> really you good. Like? You can't ask them anything else. <laughs> I call like the tail end of it. So I, I don't know. Did you watch it? I didn't watch it. It but was Billy, James, Billy, James and, and Raquel. Raquel. So I feel like I should have tuned in. What did Billy have to say? I, I Tail end of it. She said nothing. Okay. But she rarely has anything good to say. Yeah. She's having a rough edit this season. As she should. I don't think she's a good character. I think like she, I think she has potential, but yeah. like. The girls' night stuff is misguided. Also, really weird that she made such a huge deal out of girls' night and then was nowhere to be found at girls' night, too. Yeah. Like, did she care about it that much? I guess not. Because she didn't deign to show her face. I found it very manipulative. And also, the downside of social media is weaponizing it yeah in the way that she did not that i think that anyone she was coming at is like a good person i think lala is actually kind of a good person i think lala is but lala is also slowly or not maybe not even slowly like just crossing over into she's checking out and she's also like buying into her own hype in a way that she hasn't done in the past like she's always kind of been like self-aware and been like making like blowjob for the pj jokes but then now it's like she's about to like bring these girls into her world that were literally two years ago slut shaming her and like shit talking her yeah for her relationship it's night and day between then and now lisa is really freaking out like at the beginning of the episode because the daily mail party is in 24 hours and they're trying to do some sort of countdown as though we give a shit about like the daily mail the daily mail party party. that no one heard about i didn't hear about it until this episode i had heard about it because i was like really on deep tom tom watch as to like when the fuck it was gonna open and then i remember it was open for like one night for the daily mail party so which is okay I feel like it's kind of a like a testament to how shady Lisa is about like all her business dealings. But like Daily Mail paid a big chunk of change just to like use this space. So like I feel like it's like Lisa needed that money to like make Tom Tom happen. Like it yeah. wasn't going to happen without that Daily Mail money. Yeah, for sure. And they're loaded. And they're loaded. And so she's like, we don't have gas. We don't have She's like, no bathroom, yeah. no lights, no gas in Tom Tom. And they were just sweating. And they're all sweating. Yeah. It's so hot in there. And Lisa's wearing a shirt that says checkmate bitch on it. <laughs> what was that? I tried to get like the, the writing underneath it. That's really like mafia-esque. It is. And it's also, I feel like kind of anti her whole new vibe of like, 
I really care about women. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was just like, what? You're just like suddenly wearing this like very aggressive shirt that just says checkmate bitch on it. Like, who was that too? I feel like it's two her it castmates on Beverly Hills. I think so too, because it wasn't blurred out. No. Whereas like Tom Schwartz's shirt, of course, he wore a graphic tee. Yeah. Which is like very much in his Tom Schwartz's style, style in Disgusting. this episode truly crossed it's a line he needs to be like i'm ready to make a citizen's arrest yeah i wrote it down there was at one point he was wearing that raglan do you know what i'm talking about (laughs) yeah with with the the little button like no the little metal button things he wore a couple raglans i think oh no i'm thinking maybe james kennedy's raglan he wore this like terrible raglan like panel shirt where the panel was like up here and then it was like maybe a navy blue and it was covered in floral but white underneath it okay yeah i remember that disgusting and then he wore like kind of matching shorts or something yeah i mean it was horrifying it was really awful he's unwell right like what is there's something being completely unsaid and skimmed over because he looks bad he looks unhealthy do you read blind items sometimes yeah there was one about like a heroin addict on a reality show or like a drug addict yeah yeah that was i think about him everyone in the comments i'm just like a horrifyingly obsessive blind item person yeah uh, when I'm sad, I like make my boyfriend read them to me out loud so he can like join in on it's it. It's true love. It is. It is. Um, but there was one and everyone in the comments was like, this is Tom Schwartz, like 100%. And you always know with blind items, like when it's a specific person, when like 60 people are like, are like, I know who this is. But how do they know? I don't know. Is it just one person I, starts commenting and then the rest just like all pile on because it sounds like it makes sense well i think it was also corroborated by are you a fan of enti yeah i think there was another blind item that pointed to tom schwartz and katie okay on crazy days and nights nights. yeah okay yeah because i remember reading that blind item that was like this star is like the addiction goes beyond just alcohol and is like full-blown like i believe it when you look at him he he seems miles away he has circles dark circles under his eyes he's glassy yeah he looks like just straight up He looks blue yeah like he looks like he's overdosing at any second Mm -hmm. it's really concerning and no one's talking about it at no one all. talked about it whenever he like wound up on like a random island okay like, so here's just... a theory that i read on reddit last okay. week that fascinated me and i think that it's true someone posited that the reason that the cast made such a huge deal out of like james and Kristen potentially hooking up in mexico was to deflect from the fact that tom schwartz like fucked some random girl at another hotel so because remember james is they're it. like did you what happened with you and Kristen? what happened with you it was such and a goes, big deal we hung out and then tom sandoval was like you hooked up like literally took the wrong words yeah. out of his mouth and blew it up into a thing and then was like, Jax was like i saw the pillows in the hot tub i know what that's for yeah and i think that the reason that it makes sense i've like, always and then wondered. they all leaned into that so hard to just like take away from this like other thing that yeah and i mean the james and kristen are the easiest targets on the show yeah if you want to say they did anything everyone will believe you even though like you could have rewound the footage to see like if he was like i didn't say that and like there are producers there that could say like back him up on that 100 and it was so weird that they kept saying like this thing that he 
didn't ever say. The weirdest thing is that in every situation where there has been cheating, where like it wouldn't matter, where where it wasn't a married couple. I feel mm-hmm. like this was like the difference is like married couple, like marital cheating. Every other time, producers have been in on it. Yeah. Like, why was no one there, like, recording this kind of, like, flirtatious, like, poolside romp? Yeah. There was no hot tub footage. There was no, like, early morning on the beach footage. And, like... They, there's the no footage of went. them even really speaking. Yeah. It was just, like, if producers wanted to kind of, like, get that into your minds, they would have set it up. Mm-hmm. Especially the Vanderpump producers. They're really good at it. Yeah. And a lot of the girls, like, I mean, they had faith, like, recording evidence of, like, Jax talking about Britney. It's kind of just, like, why was there no evidence that they even spoke that night? Yeah. And when, like, the cast went on Watch What Happens, like, all the girls, I think Andy asked them again, like, did they hook up? And they were like, no. Like, they did not hook up, like, in Mexico, James and Kristen. Like, we were just, like, out really early in the morning and then, like, went to bed. I believe it. But I think also, because remember when Katie, like, Tom Schwartz cheated on her with that other girl that, like, looked like her and was calling her Bubba. And then she was just, like, zen about it and, like, not going to make a big deal. I feel like she's now gotten... Because of the bad edit that she got in season five, she has everyone like OG cast on her side to be like, we're not looking into this. We're not going to like put our relationship on blast anymore. Like we have to just like lock it up. And this is like the pact that we all have with each other. Um, I mean, I also think that since they got married, it's just more laying low Mm -hmm. for them. Like if something like big got out, it would actually be big yeah like it would lead to like divorce speculation and like what's gonna happen to them next and uh i've heard on like i don't know what dumb side it was it was probably like the hollywood reporter or something that she's been giving him like ultimatums for like babies and stuff like that and so it's like if anything serious got out about him cheating which like i don't think he's malicious i think he's fucked up on drugs and alcohol yeah and i think he's dumb as fuck i think that he's just like he loves he needs someone to be in the driver's seat of his life. Like he can't make any decisions. And so he's with a woman who is very like controlling over him because that's where he feels most comfortable. Yeah. But it's not the way to like let his true light shine. So that's why he turns to like substances and like, and he's also someone that like never has had any direction whatsoever and has failed upwards into this position of like now, co-owning a restaurant yeah i mean unlike sandoval like schwartz it, it just seems like he barely knows what he's talking about like he like, doesn't he's, know he's using what, buzzwords yeah he doesn't know anything that's going on and hasn't in years and he's so much more willing like yesterday when i saw him take a swig of like what was it like tequila Mezcal. like yeah who does that like as he's trying to prepare drinks and like sandoval wouldn't is no. the difference and like i have my own like qualms with sandoval is like probably the corniest person on vanderpump but he's so professional when it comes to like his own cocktails yeah he's and a Schwartz mixologist is just kind of like what am i doing like what what am i why am i here yeah probably he just drunk, goes like, through the motions yeah he's like operation coming off of like the worst hangover of his life like jonesing for more pills and then just like yes. trying to like get like through cleaning a toilet while like sweating and muttering to I himself. just like it's not a good sign whenever you're opening a business that's named after you and you're already like skimping 
alcohol for yourself and being like, I'm just going to save this for later. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is a bad sign. No. I was like, Sandoval's like sweating, like pouring like different alcohols into like these big containers. Mm -hmm. And he's just like drinking like tequila in the background. I'm on like Schwartz watch and I'm a Schwartz truther at this point. And I think that something dark sided is a foot and that's where I stand. Yeah. And I'm ready for the truth to come the fuck out. Jiggy, there's Jiggy has been like dead in every scene. Oh, it cuts to him. Cut scene where it's the do- I that was one of my talking points I wrote down. Like he's just like dead on like a picnic bench. It's too hot for Jiggy also, like, to be outside was of the that house. Filmed. It just like cut away to this like it was like a very like dark interior wherever like Lisa's like freaking out and they're yeah. all freaking out. And then I think it's it the cuts. interior of Tom Tom, like where she just like plopped Jiggy down. Yeah. And then and he like passed dead. out from a heat stroke. I just like I genuinely believe this dog has been dead for years. For years. And it's just like weekend with Bernie's. They did it again. They did it again like towards the end of the episode where yeah. they, they like once away like once again like cut away to a scene where this dog <laughs> is just like laying down, like just not breathing. Also this period of time when they're filming i remember when this like heat wave was happening and it was hot as fuck during the summer Dude, like you shouldn't have brought a dog the jiggy is not Lisa commented on it on twitter what did she say um i think that people were like <laughs> they were like yeah like, calling like um animal protective yeah, services hang on she made she definitely made a comment i'm pulling it up because jiggy also like i feel what did she, did she say? It's like she his goes, alopecia makes him like colder. This is the funniest tweet. She goes, by the way, dot, dot, dot. Unfortunately, yes. Jiggy has a heart condition. As you will see, precious little man. Hashtag nurture. Okay. That's just it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. And it's, it's following. Um, It was directly following the show airing. And so I was like, I feel like people have probably been like, is your dog okay? <laughs> like, the answer is no. That scene was like, it also was like a second. I was like, why would you, that's like some weird, like advertising, like cigarettes in like the fifties to like in commercials where they'd like pop up. And it's just like this weird, like psychological mind fuck where you just see this dead dog on like a bench. Yeah. They've been doing that this season. Cause there was <laughs> so another episode weird. where she's like, what do you think Jigsta? And he's just, oh, and like, he's just like, yeah, he's yeah. just like, like slooped over in her arms i just like think he's been dead his days are numbered if he's not i don't know what's gonna happen to her when that dog dies it's her personality yeah that dog is her entire personality how though has jiggy managed to outlive like three other of her dogs like remember pink dog died and then there was like another dog (laughs) that died like jiggy is like the he's like They've done some voodoo shit to him. I, do, I feel like they are so rich that they can manage to keep this dog alive, like, against its will. Yeah. How old is that dog? I don't know. However but I think, old, too old for the breed, for sure. Yeah. And he probably has to get, like, IVs. Yeah. Yeah. They're just keeping it alive at this point. Yeah. Tom and Ariana are running errands, which was a big kind of, like, pass for me. Like, Tom, I, like, I don't care about... Yeah. I don't care no, about so the storyline. That, that was the part where I was like, I'm not writing down anything for this. And then I saw on like the Vanderpump gossip, like Facebook group that someone was like, Ariana is so fucking funny. She cracks me up like talking about how she was like, we'll just burn it <laughs> she, down. And I'm like, like, that's we'll not just let funny. Him, like, what did she say? She's like, I'll just let him like, he's like freak a toddler. Out, and yeah. then like, he comes around. Do you think that their relationship 
What do you think about fake, their relationship? Completely fucking fake. They have no sexual chemistry. I would be so surprised if they have sex. I mean, they had a, an entire season that was like dedicated to like them admitting they don't have sex. Yeah. And that they actually never really have. And she admitted that um, she was more comfortable having sex with him whenever she was trying to impress him. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I get. I genuinely yeah. get, like, the beginning of relationships when you're like, I love giving blowjobs. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, are you fucking kidding? Like, you're I'm not like, doing that. No, you need to, like, buy me dinner. Blow yourself. If yeah. We're, we're going to Get two of your ribs removed and blow yourself. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I'm not doing it. And like, none, like, that's just like not how relationships work. But in the beginning, you're just like, oh, I want to come off as like, you know, my, I've had a lot of issues with Ariana. Mm -hmm. I thought in, you know, at least like five seasons that she was too much of like a cool girl that was, you know, always hanging out with the guys, always disagreeing with the women, uh, being really combative. Um, I think she's grown a lot, but one of the aspects of that was that like, I think she cool girled her way into a relationship with Sandoval and now doesn't know how to, how do they get out? How does she get out of it? Because they're so good on paper together as like two like badass mixology, by the way, like where's her book that would have taken like probably 500 words to like fill an entire book of like, where is the book? Simple cocktail recipes. Yeah. I would like it. Like I'd like, I would buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I just like, there's no sexual chemistry. I think it's really interesting that I think it's really fucked up that he outed her sexuality basically. But yeah. I'm also really confused by that whole situation. I saw on the news that she had to like clear up publicly where I don't know where, like whether she did it through like Instagram stories, she had to like clear up that like she didn't cheat on Sandoval. She was trying to initiate a threesome, but it was also her idea. Okay. And so I don't know, maybe she's confused about like her sexuality. I think I would like much rather like Stan her and Lala than like her and Sandoval are just roommates. Like they're simply friends. Yeah. They're tight friends who have like had sex a handful of times and like make each other laugh every once in a while. She's like a cool girl. I think that she's really kind of gotten over her ego. I'd love to know like when she became such besties with Kristen, but I do think she's gotten over herself a lot. Yeah. I think she should be like branching out a bit more. I would love to see Ariana and Sandoval like amicably separate and then for her to like go full lesbian for a while because i think that she has that kind of chemistry yeah like we know she's gay mm -hmm. we know that she loves women i'd i'd i think she'd be so much happier with and also i'm like a man like sandoval why did sandoval i'm confused at why sandoval didn't get in on like the threesome initiation I think also, that they I have think- sex so little that he was probably like, why are you so down for this? But I know why she's so down for it. First of all, Lala is so hot. But Lala's also, hot. Yeah. Also, I think Lala I think and Ariana Randall- is just a bit gayer than any of us expected. Yeah. I think Lala and Randall were on a break at a, at a certain point, like during the summer too, which yeah. is why, because I don't think Lala would like hook up Never. outside of that yeah. relationship unless they were like having... Had an agreement or yeah. something. Yeah. James is writing a letter to Randall, which I I thought at first that he had spelled Randall's name wrong, but then I paused it and he had spelled it right. But it was like that letter, that letter skipping like three lines. Like if you're going to write an apology letter, you need to do it like 
it needs to be line by line, like feel very formal. 100%. That letter felt like you're not going to write this. Like, what is this plot point? You're scribbling down. Like, this isn't like lyrics. No, yeah. Uh, the funniest thing I thought about the letter was um, his whole apology was basically like, hey, man, I'm not even <laughs> going to do the British accent, but it was like, hey, man, I'm like really sorry if like anything that I maybe said about you offended you and like not an apology. You know, yeah. It was just like kind of skirting around just being like, hey, I'm really sorry. That's all you have to say. That also, is an apology. Like Google, I just, I say this to so many people that just do not know how to make actual apologies or don't know what apologies are. Apologies aren't just like, I'm sorry if you felt bad about yes. what I said or like, I'm sorry for like the way I handled the situation. It's like, no, just apologize yeah. for your actions and then it's over. Anything and then you've puts, apologized. Yeah, anything that puts blame on the other person is a just really big non-apology. And also, like, it's wild that J- it's like, James, you clearly don't want to apologize. Like, you, out of one side of your mouth, you're like, so I have to write this letter to Randall. And, like, then in your talking heads moment, you're like, he is a fat man. He's fat. And it's like, okay, well, then just don't apologize. Yeah. Like, you don't want this. I think he just wants to get in everyone's good graces again. And he sees that through Lala, who has such a soft spot for him Mm -hmm. and has fallen for it a few times, though I don't really think she is anymore. I think they're done. I think they're done. I think their relationship is like fully run its course. I think so too. Which makes me very sad. Yeah. They were great together. They were so great. Yeah. They were iconic. 2016 was like an iconic year for both of them. Yeah. But then like Raquel like walking up to him and being like, so you're just like going to be friends with Lala after she was mean to me. Yeah. And, and then tells him that she's like going to, I actually like didn't not understand his anger about that. I was like, okay, like that is like very odd. He can't like, you know, the thing is about James is that he's probably going to AA. I would be surprised if he isn't going. You think he is? I think so. I don't so. think so. Because I don't think he understands, like, he's like, oh, I haven't drank for, like, 11 days. Or, like, he's like, no, mate, I'm not drinking right now. But, like, he then is mad that everyone else, like, later on, he's, like, mad that everyone else can drink and do whatever. But, like, he can't. <sighs> Which is very, I think, classic, like, addiction. It is, yeah. Like, they talk about that a lot in, like, the program and stuff. But, like, also, I feel like he would, if he was, like, actually trying to go to AA and understand, like, the depths of his addiction and substance abuse problem, like... Do you think he's going to therapy or anything like that? Because I know that the the only reason that I would even suggest that he could be in AA is because Lisa is hellbent on continuing to help him. And one of her biggest things is like, you need help, like real help. I think that, like, and I think he'd even go just to get back into good graces with them to be like, oh, no, I am taking this seriously. But I don't think that AA would ever be like... Or therapy would be, like, a subplot for Vanderpump Rules. They just don't want you to see, like, what these people are talking about with their therapists. But also, it's, like, the only glimpses of AA that we've truly ever had is with Laura Lee going to that, like, NA meeting. And that was, like, way... That was, like, so dark. And then Shay's, like, addiction. But they don't really... They don't really talk about addiction with like main cast members. Yeah, it always it's is not, like a side like, sexy, person. Yeah. Know? 
Um, they should all be an AA. Yeah. And also if one of them goes, they all need to be like, it shines a light on everyone. And I don't think anyone's ready to like accept the fact that they're all like functioning alcoholics. Yeah. To vary to like various degrees. I also like, obviously I hope James stays sober, but I don't know how long it'll last. But, um, I did kind of understand his frustration that, you know, like I, I understood where he was like, Oh, you're like going to hang out with Lala, but I can't apologize and get back into that crew where it seems like Raquel is actually wanting to become more of that crew. Yeah. I think Raquel will, she has ulterior motives because I think she wants to be heavily featured on this show and so As she, she should knows, be. we need more of her. She knows that if she's going to do that, she has to be friends with the girls yeah. because otherwise they just shut you out and you don't get camera time. You don't get paid. And like, that's the end of you, which yeah. I think is what they kind of have tried to do to Billy Lee a little bit. Yeah. And like, it unfortunately got lost in all the like girls night transphobia, like social media meltdown. But I think the biggest thing is they don't want new blood to come and like take their jobs. So it's in their best interest if they keep it really insular and keep people like Billy Lee and Raquel out of the mix. But Raquel is like... Raquel wants to be in the mix. You don't fuck someone on Vanderpump Rules if you don't desperately want to be on Vanderpump Rules. I mean, at this point, he's cheated on her so many times and she's so aware of it. Did you see the post? It was like maybe over Christmas where she was like, James walked all the way to Madison Avenue with me. What an (laughs) angel. From where? Like, I I don't know, and I don't care. <laughs> I feel like they were walking, like, they had to have been walking horizontally. It's not like they walked, like, from, like, Harlem to, like, Madison Avenue. Yeah. I'm just, like, maybe it was, like, part, I think it was Madison Avenue. I think that that's, like, a place where, like, she feels like she belongs with, like, mm-hmm. the Michael Kors stores. Yeah. But, like, it was the dumbest thing. And I was just, like, this was also right after an episode about him cheating on her once again. Yeah. And I was, like, what is this? Like, is this, like, a weird, like, I just, the way that she tries to, like, vindicate him through these, like, very bare minimum actions of, like, he walked with me. Yeah. She's, like, too kind of dumb to realize that that, like, only supports yeah the whole theory and that's not like love like buying you like a toy poodle and like basically buying you anything does not make up for like the lack of emotional support that we all know that he gives her i need james to come like to go fully gay like next season like break up with raquel and then like be in a relationship with a man like lean everyone needs to lean into their like bi-ness i also need Kristen to like finally like break up with carter and like maybe also be gay yeah be gay i think that that's where everyone should go next season i could see what if what if she and ariana could you see it i could maybe see that because ariana is kind of like a copy of sandoval yeah and Kristen. I think that Kristen holds grudges for forever. And even if she says she's cool with Sandoval now, she'll like, she would always take an opportunity to like fuck fuck up someone's life. She would fuck Ariana in a heartbeat. Didn't she? Okay. I think she and Brittany. Yeah. And Jack's like relayed that on an episode a little while ago, acting like it wasn't 
really cheating, but also that it kind of was. Because didn't he walk in on it? He walked in on it. And then I think he was... On them just, up, like, eating each other's to be pussies. upset, yeah. He was upset. I think and that he was, he like, probably... And then he thought that that was, like, cheating. And then there was, like, a whole discussion that happened within, like, various groups or, like, viewers of the show that was, like is this cheating? Is this not? And that's a kind of an interesting point that Vanderpump brings up, which is like, is it cheating if you're hooking up with someone like a same sex hookup while you're in a monogamous, monogamous relationship? With I someone talked else? recently with my friend who's a pornographer about this subject. And we kind of concluded that men are so, first of all, like grossly masculine, but also like inherently internally misogynistic mm-hmm. that they, tend to overlook women cheating with other women because that's like a fantasy. So even if you're mad, it almost doesn't count to men. Whereas like Brittany cheated on Jax the same way that Jax cheated on Brittany. Mm -hmm. Yet it was like not dramatic. Yeah. No one talked about it. It was more of like a sensationalized point of the the show. But also it was, I think, shot down really quick or never like confirmed as it yeah. happened because her family background is so conservative. Yeah. And like the pastor that's marrying them is like a known homophobe. Like I mean, people her unearthed his also, tweets. Like, must be. Wasn't yeah. her mom like kind of homophobic? Yeah, I think so. And then her p- family had to do like a whole PR push like on social media okay. to be like, love is love. Like we love everyone. And like, and it's just like, no. That's literally what like the, the Westbrook Baptist church people say they're like oh we make these signs because we love them (laughs) so yeah I think that like I think that Britney has like unexplored sexuality that for sure TBD if that will ever if that will ever come to light Yeah. yeah But it's it's just really strange that the concept of like Ariana and Lala and then Britney and Kristen is like hot or like overlooked, whereas mm-hmm. like when the men cheat, it's it's a whole season, yeah, a whole season dedicated to just destroying them. Yeah, it's it's genuinely kind of odd. It is odd. Um, James tears up his letter, and then Tom Schwartz comes over with that horrific outfit. That was the shirt. That was the raglan. Yeah. That was Disgusting. the one yeah, with where the I was floral, like, what is yeah. wrong? You look like a Miami like drug addict. He looked like he was trying to dress like Sandoval for a second. He was. And what was up with his hair? Like, that's when I was like, you're on opiates. Yeah. Like his hair literally looked like he just like ran a hand of like grease through it and then like didn't care where it landed. For me, it was like the dark circles and then that outfit. And I was just like, something is not right. Yeah. Something also, is amiss. why are you coming over? Like... I don't love like the Toms getting like congratulated for all their like success with this restaurant when they've literally done nothing. Like they they didn't build it. Like Nick Elaine came in, built the whole thing, told them not to come until it was over because they're so annoying. They own 2.5% each. So a combined 5%. They like didn't, they made three cocktails on the cocktail menu. Like, they're just lucky to have been like put on the like have their names and picture in this like venue. oh yeah i mean also they're so unprofessional i still think back to like last season whenever they both showed up just like three hours late and hung over to like mm-hmm. a business meeting that was solidifying and when they went restaurant. to vegas to celebrate yeah. going to one business meeting yeah and also lisa is sketchy her not her being like 
it flashes to her and she's like them asking for like a deal memo like to a contract and she's like i don't like anything in writing like i want to just do a handshake is like if anyone ever says that to you that is a red flag run Run. do not get in business with them i tell that to everyone if you don't have a contract you don't have a job yeah if you don't have a contract and if someone is dragging their feet like on getting you like a deal in writing that means that they are a sketchy person they're going to fuck you over yeah and for lisa it doesn't matter because without the term sheet she could have at any point been like oh you've acted unprofessionally you're out and we still get to use your namesake yeah that was the whole goal and they could never even like even if they wanted to, they don't have the resources to like fight her in court. Also, no. they're not going to because the power structure of that show is like, okay, well, you want to turn on me, then you can be off the show forever. Yeah, I would never work in their favor. Yeah. And so she basically is like, we're watching her like screw them over and then them get congratulated for like all the work they've done. It's so backward. Yeah, they've done nothing. They've done absolutely Literally nothing. nothing. They're just, like, working in, like, a large clock. Also... Sometimes. Yeah, like, a large clock that someone brought to my attention is backwards. Goes backwards. For real? Yeah. So, when you're looking at it, it, you're supposed to, like, imagine that you're in the clock. Like, you're just, like, a cog in the machine. Like, we all are. It's so very poetic. Corny. And, like, Nicolaine might be a genius after all for that move. But, like... Like, why so many clocks? Is this the steampunk aesthetic of this? It's the steampunk aesthetic. And I also just think, like, I'm a huge TomTom fan. So I feel like it's, like, just a reminder of the passage of time and, like, all of our lives. Like, time is just, like, ticking away. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. 
Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. I can't wait to later get into like the things that like Katie said about like how excited she is. Lisa may be a bad person. I think based on that contract thing, I got like the skeeziest feeling. I mean, she's kind of an American oligarch. Yeah, she really is. Like she I was explaining to my boyfriend how, you know, a lot of these housewives live in like pretty like within their means. They don't have a lot. They've done one cool thing. They're married to one cool person. Like maybe. Yeah. Lisa has built like an empire that's allowed her to have like a moat around her house with like swans in it. She has so many businesses at her control and like her husband is like pretty sketchy. They come from dubious beginnings, I think. Yeah. And For like them to like bring over the like British thing and just start like booming corporations here, like they've done some sketchy things. Yeah. She is like the true definition of like new money like American oligarch. Mhm. We need I need like a whole podcast that's devoted just to like investigating their past, like an explosive investigation into like their business dealings I've and how they like come to, up. Like, find stuff about Lisa and there's there's not a lot. Because she's like unscrupulous. Like someone that is doing that to her own employees and like very much putting them in like a bad position yeah. like business wise. And then did you hear that like Nini came forward and said like she yeah. originally wanted to buy Pump and Lisa told her don't do it. It's like a shitty building yeah. and then immediately went and bought that. it. Yeah. She's a she's snake. sketchy. Yeah. A snake. I don't, I mean, like, I know she's ruthless. I don't exactly blame her, but I do. I mean, you got to do what you got to do in this world. But also, I'm just like, where's the lie? Yeah. Yeah. James starts crying about girls' night being taken over by Katie. He he throws tantrums. I feel bad for him, too, because Katie is just doing that to fuck with him. And he does have, like, a really, like, major moment where he's like... Is it helping Katie's bank? No. Is it affecting mine? Yes. Which is like the whole point of her doing that in the first place is to just like power flex over him. Yeah. I mean, I've never, my God, with all the corrupt places I've worked, like men commenting on my appearance or my relationships or just like any of the number of things like an asshole coworker could say to you is just like kind of part of life. Yeah. And avoiding them is also part of life. Like rising above that is part of success, like personal success, at least. It feels just like very vindictive. It's vindictive. And it's also like she 
it's weird to make the negative things that people have said about you part of your like brand and identity. Yeah, 100%. And I, I think that it is it, it just to me, it's like more of a weakness to be like, I'm this affected by what he said that I'm now going to go out of my way to just like destroy him. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't, she's not losing anything. Like, no, she's in on that 2.5%. <laughs> Tom, Tom, she's married to it. <laughs> so she's like cashing the checks and they go into some sort of mutual bank account. Yeah. And then also it's like, okay, so what? Like someone called, said your shorts were unflattering. Like, get the fuck over it. Yeah. Um, I wrote down two things about that particular scene that I thought were funny. Um, The one was, like, I love when Katie and Schwartz specifically will use, like, one big word to Mm -hmm. kind of, like, confuse either Raquel or James or anyone else, like, in the vicinity. She was doing it with Billy when they were yelling at each other. Yeah. And I hate people that use, like, big words. I just, like, we're so... We're not in high school. We're not trying to, like, impress anyone on our MySpace pages, which, like, Katie should know a lot about. Yeah. Um, I hate when people use big words to try to kind of, like, confuse and then also, like, build themselves up as, like, the person that's, like, correct here. And whenever Tom was like, you're being contentious, and James was like, I'm not being contentious. I was like, James doesn't know what that means. That's not fair. Yeah. That's not fair. And then Raquel said the funniest thing. Whenever James like stormed off and she goes, I think he thinks he's resolved with it. Oh, Raquel. <laughs> with it? Like, it just like, I think she I never think he thinks it's resolved. Yeah. He's resolved with it. Raquel's like constantly just like malfunctioning. <laughs> yeah. She's glitching. Yeah. I love to when she just looks at James, she goes, babe. Yeah. Yeah. And whenever she was just like kind of complaining about the la la thing, like the fact that she brought her dog into it as like a, a victim selling point was like, I'm just going to sit with Graham. I'm just supposed to sit with Graham. And it like cuts <laughs> over to like another dead dog. Like the amount of like dead dog like cut scenes in this episode were <laughs> so many. Really funny. The true victims. Um, Sheena and Lala get together for coffee and their coffee orders revealed more about them than like I ever knew. First of all, I forget what they ordered. So please remind me. Sheena orders a macchiato and then Lala orders a vanilla latte. And I just realized like these girls are like full fatty coffee drinker kind of girls. Like they're not like healthy people. No. And like the, if you are like, branding yourself as I think they very much have leaned into this like fitness lifestyle like working out all the time yeah. like trying to be like eating healthy this just like tore it all down yeah you don't get a vanilla latte no I mean not, not if you're trying to not if you're like, like yeah and so I was like wait this is not adding up and then Sheena had like she recently like Instagrammed a photo of her fridge and was like I love having a full fridge. Hee hee hee. And it then, just like kale or like no, soda. It was. What was it? Shocking. It was like those buy drinks, like the BAI. Stop. It was a million of those. Capri those are Sun. Not highbrow. No, Capri Sun, Capri Gatorade. Sun. Then it was cheese, string cheese, and like yogurt. 
it was all dairy and sugar drinks. And I was like, you have terrified me to my core. I no longer trust a single thing you say. I'm shocked that she isn't aware of like sugar being the enemy of everything. If you're consuming beverages with sugar in them, you're adding it's you're literally just drinking calories that yeah. like, do not matter like you're you don't ingesting, get it like, 40 grams of sugar per like capri sun pouch like that's insane like she just doesn't understand i was like this is not the fridge of a healthy person either mentally or physically i was yeah. like this has changed everything and then their coffee orders on top of that i was like no sheena also like flirting with like the dude the behind she was like have you ever been a cabana boy did you and hear he's that? Like, yeah, and he's like, what? <laughs> he just like doesn't <laughs> respond. And she's like laughing to herself. She's like, no, cabana boy. And he's like, what? And like, she just makes everyone supremely uncomfortable. She knows she like does. sexually she harasses no people. Yeah, she does. She has absolutely no boundaries with anybody. She's the most annoying. Like, I'm just, I'm so tired of her. And I thought that like, you see a lot of character growth with some of these people, whether it's professional or like literal, like I feel like Stassi has a lot of character growth. She's yeah. dating someone very healthy for her that mm-hmm. like puts up with like her clear bipolar personality disorder, which they fully she's very have, like, borderline a cute relationship. Yeah, she's yeah. really like could turn on a moment's notice. Yeah, and like that's what I relate to as like someone with borderline personality disorder. I see that in her, and I'm like something like we don't know like what's happened to Stassi. Yeah, like, we don't know what's happened in her past, and like mm-hmm. the way she acts, her fear of abandonment is like very like rooted probably in something like heavily traumatic yeah so like i i like feel for her on that level and i also like commend her for like her ability to like sit in front of Bo and be like i don't know what's wrong with me and like i need help mm-hmm. um Bo was also so patient Bo, like they i like stand their relationship like i'm in i do i yeah. fully like i'm, so I'm happy invested for her. i want it to like i want to see it through to like marriage kids Same. like i want it to work. patrick just like no patrick was both like the best and worst thing that ever happened to her because i feel like he was he's awful like i'm sad for her that she had to be in a relationship with him for four years which is literally like three years and 364 days too long but like he also made her sympathetic yeah like yeah. he kind of changed and like shifted the view of her, which well, I don't she know. Finally if she finally got really like a taste that. of like what she'd been doing. I mean, you've heard about like her. What was it? She like took like a like a tennis racket to like Jack's once. Like she pen- she broke Jack's nose. Yeah, once. yeah. There are a lot of stories about that, and I think that I mean I'm just like spitballing, but I, I really think that like she's been through more than she lets on, and that like her behaviors are like so rooted in that, and also like her mom is insane. Like her uh, yeah. mom is so fucked up that like Stassi by default is fucked up. So yeah. I like seeing her character growth. However, like going back to what we were talking about, there is just like no growth with Sheena. Like she continues to be the most delusional person on the cast. Yeah. And like her, like literally sitting there being like, I'm a single woman. I just like love what's going on right now. And it's like, no, you don't. And that's also like not, also not single. Like yeah. this, you are with you're, this you're person. You're dating someone. If you talk about a person 24 seven and you're fucking them on hanging the out with them all the time. Yeah. You're not single. So like just you saying that doesn't fool everyone into thinking that like, you are single, but yeah. she truly thinks like, if I just say it, then it's true. Even though like my actions don't support any she of She drives me crazy. I kind of love it. I like her just like stagnating. It's like 
we know we can depend on one thing in this world, which is that Sheena will always be just like completely herself. herself yeah. And just like a delusional diva. Yeah. She's completely delusional, especially with like her new acting career. And then her like weird realization that, I don't know, whenever Lala was like, you're never going to like make the other girls happy. When you have to sit down, like it's like Sheena doesn't understand that after what, seven years, like these people don't want to be your friend. Yeah. They've never wanted to be your friend. You've always had some sort of insecurity around yeah. them. They bring out like the worst sides of your like, I'm sure like whatever she goes through internally when she has to hang out with them is like so anxiety inducing. And it's like anyone else would just put two and two together and be like, wow, I just shouldn't be around these people anymore. Strive yeah. to be friends with them. Like I'll branch out and make new friends and like get some new relationships around people that don't make me feel like shit. Yeah. Sheena does not learn that and just continually strives to she, like be yeah. in the group. She only functions in that zone. And That's when you truly, have yeah. Lala sitting down with you, which is someone that came in in the kind of the similar way where everyone talks shit about her. No one like wanted to be her friend. Now she's in it telling you that you will never, ever get to be friends with these people. It's like, Sheena, how much like pain and disappointment do you need to go through in order to like learn a very basic lesson about life uh, i think she needs to learn so much about herself one i think my biggest pet peeve with people in general is that like sheena has no conviction she no. has absolutely no idea what she believes in what she stands for what she cares about and i mean it's very like obvious like why people don't like her yeah she doesn't i mean she's never gonna stand up for anything Sheena needs to go on like a silent retreat. Yeah. And like for like months. Yeah. Go to like Nepal or yeah. something and she live in a do, monastery yeah. and like fully just like not speak for 60 days and do like an internal like take stock of everything and then like come out. Yeah. And different person. She needs to do like a full Alanis Morissette in like 1998. Yeah. Come back and like write thank you. She needs to cut off all her hair. Yeah. And then yes, and then please. like just be stripped down to nothing in order to like figure out who she truly is. The fact that Gina hasn't shaved her head yet is shocking to me, but like I need her to. I know. Or at least like, or at like least just Sheena a boycott. Yeah, like a pixie. Would be I would delight in that. Powerful. Yeah. That would be a power move to literally everyone if she just switched up. If Sheena, like in between seasons, decided to leave and go on like a eat, pray, love, discovery, silent retreat journey. I'd be proud of her. Then came back with like short hair and was so zen and just like really self-aware and in tune with the universe. Yeah. Think of how amazing that would be to watch she play out. That. Katie would flip her shit. Yeah. Like she wouldn't be able to handle like Sheena's like newfound sense of like self. The producers need to like egg her on to do something like this or pay for it. Pay for it. It's not she that needs, expensive. Like, like yoga retreats are not that expensive. Sheena is like a classic like sex and love addict. Mm -hmm. Like I think like, she really needs to get like rehabilitated for it. She also needs to like have a journey of self-discovery because she yeah. doesn't have orgasms and never masturbates. It's bizarre. She doesn't know what she likes. I don't think she has any hobbies except like curating her like weird closet. That's like a room. Yeah. And like hanging posters of like Marilyn Monroe mm -hmm. and Audrey Hepburn. It's just like, I just like, and like the weird metal things on the wall that like, are like meaningless. She needs to like get into like punk heavily. 
yeah punk and grunge and like alternative 90s and then just go like full monk yeah i'm in i would love to see that for her i need like everyone to really go for it next season because this season has been so dead ew she says she just like hanged she's like i love just like a hang and bang which like same but i also am like gross don't say that gina um lala is taking all the girls on a thank you private jet trip to solving which feels like a really random place to go it's random and it's also like so low effort and also it's like she's taking them on a trip to say thanks for being there for me when my father passed away which is like any human with a soul that considers themselves like a friend it's like would be there for you in this situation like that's not something you have to like thank people for i think lala in seeing her breakdown in like previous seasons and previous episodes thinks that she needs to award people through like what she has monetarily so that they'll like her and continue liking her which yeah. i think is really sad yeah and i used to kind of be like that like in my early 20s when like i had my like daddy's credit card and could like pay for everyone at the bar totally um but it's a sign of like it's a sign of weakness not strength it's a huge sign of insecurity that these people wouldn't want to hang out with you if you didn't have what you have and i feel like now that she has all of this stuff that's probably a big fear of hers oh yeah and i remember like the moment that i saw them like on instagram stories like on the pj and i was like oh this is the game we're playing now where like once it's extended to you and you get to take part in it we're all friends but then it's also just made me sad for lala because i was like you've now set you've like set the bar that like they are going to be part of this and this is the only reason that they're hanging out with you yeah because if you did not have a connection to like a man who is considered powerful in hollywood who had all these perks they would still be calling you like a home-wrecking whore yeah 100 <sighs> percent. people switch up real fast when you get a private jet yeah access to a private jet at least show everyone if you want to see who your true friends are get a private get a private jet and then see who comes running yeah Jax is like bartending on his birthday which like lol as if yeah and and Brittany like runs up to him and is like baby she's like happy birthday i love you (laughs) and then like makes him kiss her i can't i can't like her baby voice to him when i'm like how do you not resent this man so much that like looking at him like makes you sick maybe she has some long con like gone girl type plan where she like years from now is going to destroy his life i hope so because like i think about him and faith all the time like that's always on the back of my mind and the fact that there's a recording out there of him sick saying like disgust vile shit that was so bad that they could never air it like you how do you get over that like that would be hearing the end. that at a party yeah where all your friends, your friends are like this is that. where we're gonna decide to to show this to her on top of that like the brutality of like they were fucking like in front of like a sleeping old woman yeah that the woman that was on her deathbed that is so to me just like first of all just trash but also irredeemable like i that on top of then th- this bitch recorded it like when First of all, how did he not kind of, like, catch on to, like, maybe I shouldn't be telling Faith this? No, he's an idiot, though. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But, like, I just, like, the... Recording it is so fucking low. 
that like something like that happening where it's like there is a recording of my boyfriend saying that like i'm trash i'm a hillbilly like he doesn't want to marry me he's never going saying to. that he's like over me that i d- i'm not hot to him anymore yeah, that, that they never don't have, have sex. sex i would be i would be like you never talk to me again and i'm calling the police if i ever see she, you I, she handled I it better have, than i would i would have gone like full stassi started throwing anything yeah. breakable I would have been like, you're out. Get I would the have fuck broken out his of this nose. apartment. Like, this is I would where have I'm sued just like, him. Yeah. yeah. This is where I'm just like, a lot of these women may be crazy, but like the things that Jax does warrant like snapping and breaking his nose. Yeah. I just like, for whatever like Stassi went through that like we didn't see with like her years long relationship with this asshole, like when he was younger and worse, I, I just like, I cannot imagine like what it would be like to be at a party. And, like, I honestly, I thought that, like, for Britney, it was kind of a power move to be, like, no, everyone's going to listen to this. Yeah. Because she's so meek. And I was, like, no, like, yeah, like, you're right. Like, I would put him on blast like that. I would make sure everyone knew. But then I would leave that relationship. Yeah, I would never go back. And it's not, I don't like being told that it's, like, a sign of strength and true love that you stayed. Because that's just, like, There is always going to be hidden resentments. And, like, he's not going to change. No. Reiki isn't going to change Jax Taylor. No, and someone dying is not going to change no. anything. That's actually the, nothing right. to do with like, you yeah. when someone dies. That yeah. has everything to do with their life. And the people ending. questioning that aren't wrong, and I feel like they're being vilified as like, oh, they're like anti-Jax and Brittany, who are like the saviors of the season or something. But like, yeah. they're right. Like once that kind of like shock wears off. And he doesn't feel, you know, like when someone close to you dies, you kind of feel like, oh, my God, like I've been doing this all wrong. I have to get my life back on track. But like that is a grieving process and it wins. Yeah. He's going to cheat on you again. Give yeah. it Give it two years. Top. Less. I'm yeah. sure he immediate. I'm sure I, I've had on good authority that he already has cheated on her. I believe you 100 percent. Yeah. I like believe it's, that. it's there's nothing that's changing. And I need this like facade to be broken. Yeah. I now need like I wanted next her to season. go like full like rogue like I'm gonna fuck this person up. Yeah, like next season, I hope that it's like a repeat of season five. Yeah, even though that was painful to watch and honestly like probably hurt a lot more people like that were viewing it than it helped them. Yeah, that's what I need. Yeah, me too. Girls' night is my nightmare. There's nothing that looks fun about that. No, and like. Everything Sheena does is so exaggerated to me, like the definition of extra. And whenever I catch her, like in the beginning of like the whenever they're doing the whole song and dance thing and she just like whips around, it's so dramatic. But like seeing her do that on like the bar where she's literally just like going like this, like holding a bottle of alcohol and, and then like so pouring it down people's throat. Yeah, it, like, reminds me of, like, when I was in college in Chicago and I would go to these, like, really, like, bro-y bars and there would always be, like, hot girls, like, dancing on the bar, like, pouring drinks down your throat. It's, like, yeah, college-style like, partying. they, like, think their life is, like, a movie. Like, yeah. that's what Sheena lives by. Like, she thinks that she is living in, like, Coyote Ugly. Yeah. For, like, a brief moment. This is her Coyote Ugly it moment. Is, it is. Um, Tom Schwartz narks out James to Katie. Like, immediately goes. And then I was like, oh, Schwartz, you have no spine. Like, yeah. you're there to spy and then report back. Well, he also narks out and then says, like, oh, but, like, I feel sorry for the guy. And it's like, he's another person that's so spineless. He has no conviction. Yeah. And like, he, he, he has, like, yeah. And the thing is, is, like, he has a wife. So, like, kind of no matter what, like, 
he should be at least trying to back his wife up, but like he can't. Like even when he was visiting James at like the booth and was like making a joke basically about how James called her fat by being like, Katie isn't fat. She's like sexy and voluptuous. And the way he said it was like, was like, no, you think she's fat too, (laughs) but you're trying to like make it. And he was trying to be, it was really obvious. He was trying to be cool with James and not offend him. Yeah. Which is like, I like, first of all, Katie's not fat. She's never been fat a day in her life. She's never been fat. No, Um, none of these people have been fat. But the way that, like, Schwartz kind of plays sides is, like, really annoying. But, like, talk about resentments. Like, I feel like everything he does, like, even these little things are microaggressions against Katie. Because he knows somewhere in the back of his mind that it pisses her off that he even would entertain the thought of, like, speaking to James. Yeah. And then he tries to kind of play it off as, like oh, he's a peacemaker and it's not a big deal and he actually does have her back, but he really doesn't have her back the whole way. And I think that this is his way of like revenge on her for being like I think so, so controlling. Yeah. And it's just like, this is going to build over it over years and years and years. But like, this is the kind of relationship you're in it's where it's so just gross like... and toxic. Yeah. On top of that, I do think that he feels like, I think he has a really soft spot for James in a way that Sandoval doesn't. Because I feel like he and Sandoval kind of connect through like terrible music, first of all. But yeah. with, with Schwartz, it's more like just abject alcoholism Mm -hmm. i think he sees a lot of like his own terrible behaviors when he's blacked out that james exhibits yeah so naturally he feels sorry for him and he's like been through the same kind of struggles so it's like yeah i mean they have cheating a a million times i like i don't know why anyone's acting like holier than thou about james yeah Jax and Brittany go to a really shitty seafood place to like oh celebrate his birthday and jack's like loves bad he loves yeah. like shitty the neon bad sign that just seafood. says lobsters and beer yeah <laughs> and it was like crabs crossing or some th- there was some other like quirky sign Brittany just like loves to eat like crawdads yeah do you know what i mean she like- loves it they love that place which actually i've peruse like yelp reviews of like hot and juicy crawfish that's like next to that target on like santa monica and la brea they love it there but then i read yelp reviews and it's actually like people really live for it like it has good ones so i don't know what the truth is because i still haven't been there but they like love just like a mall seafood moment yeah they're mall people yeah but also like the the fact that they brought up their like fake beer cheese like again they were like this is the place He's like, we should really do something with like seafood and the beer cheese. Yeah, they which were is like, like, this would be a great don't. place to get our beer cheese in. This would be a great place to like poison people yeah. with our <laughs> shitty beer cheese. beer cheese. His sister calls him and he gets emotional. And he says that every year his mom will call him on his birthday and like recount the story of his birth. But this year she just called him and was like, happy birthday, you piece of shit. What I think is really weird is that he kind of invented this narrative that his mom called him and said, happy birthday. But then later on, he took it back that she didn't call him. Yeah. So do you think he was lying in the beginning and that she didn't call or that she did call and he wants sympathy? I think she did call and he wants sympathy. So he's saying now to Lisa that she didn't call. I think so too. And also in his like confessional talking head, he's stopped up, which yeah. is, I'm just like, okay, you're like clearly doing Coke again. Yeah, like 100%. I'm now on like, I'm on Coke watch for him and Brittany. Cause they get Brittany stopped so up every congested. once in a while. 
I think it's she blow. She has a permanent sinus infection. Yeah. Um, one thing that I thought was really interesting was that a couple episodes back, he actually did like briefly talk about his beef with his mom because he apparently wasn't made aware of how bad the cancer was until his father was like about to die. And now he's, he, I think acted out at his mom and was probably like knowing Jack's like Mm -hmm. extremely aggressive and now like sitting there being like, I don't know why she's so mad at me. And he says in this episode that he's not okay with the way his dad's cancer was handled, which is very vague. And like, I think that in my, like, (sighs) I feel like it's like, I have not had an experience of like having a parent get sick like this. So like, I don't know what it's like to go through that. And I'm sure that it's like awful. And there's so many feelings around that kind of loss, but also it's like, it just se- it seems like it's one of those things where it's like there's never going to be like when yeah, someone is no struck fault. with like terminal illness, like there's nothing you can do. Yeah. And so it seems very jacks to have like a lot of like unresolved anger about that and like need to spew it out at someone. Yeah. I mean, one thing, one theory of mine is that jacks was either not told how bad it was until the last minute or that. You know, it could be possible that his dad was tired of like being treated and was just like, I, I'm fine. We're done. Like, I'm, yeah. yeah. If, if it's time for me to go, it's time for me to go. And I feel like a lot of resentment can come from that too. Mm-hmm. I've had like relatives die of cancer. And uh, with that, it's kind of, I mean, it's just like, it's no, you can be an, as angry as you want, but I, I think it's just like a total waste of time to like alienate your biggest fan, probably, who yeah. is like Dax's mom. And he acted very, that was like one thing, like my boyfriend doesn't really pay attention whenever I'm watching it, but he was like, kind of like eyeing the TV screen and being like, he's being really selfish. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, he absolutely is. He's being insane. And for Lisa to be like, your mom should call you on your birthday. And I'm just like, well, what did Jack say to her? Because like, we know how Jack's handles people when he's angry. He's volatile. Yeah, he get, he goes like, he goes on like a coke binge and like flicks people off and like screams at them. Like that's not something that like I would call you for even if you were my son. Yeah. And like he like his mom suffered like a deep dark loss. That was as her well. husband. So like why? And he's are like you? I'm the baby. Yeah. And just like get over yourself. It's classic get over yourself tracks. or you're going to lose your mom too. Yeah. There's no AC at Tom Tom and Sandoval is flipping out and he doesn't know the address of his own restaurant. That was something I wrote down. I was literally like, this is so funny that he's like, what's the address, Lisa? Like, what's the address? And then like Schwartz answers from like the toilet. Yeah. It was just like, okay, no wonder you guys own 2.5% each. Yeah. Lisa is trying to monitor people who can come to the party and she says that Jax can come just because it's his first birthday without his dad. Lisa's savage. Yeah. Yeah. And this is where she says that Kristen cannot come. Which Her, was like, that was a move. Yeah. No, it was. For for Stassi to be forgiven and Kristen to not be. First of all, Stassi has a lot more to offer. And I think that that's actually the thing. Yeah. And Stassi's more of a star. Like, yeah. She definitely is like, I mean... Kristen has a lot of emotional issues, I think. And she I think also that has, like, she's big, someone like, loser energy. Yeah, she does. And she's like kind of a tragic character. Yeah. And she's a very bad sport and she's negative, And like, she also though got like 
I think that she didn't really understand what she was signing up for. Like when she started Vanderpump rules, like she saw like an opportunity to like be on a show and like, she wanted to be an actor and blah, blah, blah. But she doesn't have like Stassi at least knows how to give good TV. Yeah. And even if she's like being a total psychotic bitch, you still are kind of like enthralled by her. Yeah. Kristen's more of an acquired taste where you either are like, love watching a train wreck like i love it so i love Kristen. or you're just like oh my god this is like too dark and too much for me like i can't fuck with her it's not too dark for me yeah i love watching it i just like i get why she is like the least favored yeah all of them and will probably never be forgiven because she has nothing to offer and she never has ever tried to like humble herself to lisa no and lisa won't accept that yeah, I mean, so that, that's what, like you have to play the game. Yeah. And, um... But Kristen also, like, is not aware of how she comes off on television. Like, she doesn't have, like... She's not, like, self-possessed enough to, like, not... Like, in that scene where she, all the moms go out to dinner and she, like, is shit-talking Stassi, it's like, okay, well, you hate Stassi. Like, this is very clear now. And, yeah. like, the dynamics of your friendship are, like... She resents Stassi's success yeah. so much. And then, like, for Stassi's mom to be, like, if my daughter could be half, half the, the woman, woman you, you are. are. And I'm literally, like, who are you talking about? Like, who, Kristen? Two... You're kidding. Deludinoids, like... Yeah. Talking. The worst talking head I've ever seen was whenever Kristen, like, physically got up from her chair and started dancing, like, no. around the room about getting James fired. That's another moment it has been where it's, like, like, six fucking years. Get over it, Dodie. He was 22 years old. Yeah. Like, 22 years old. This is a bad look for you. And if you were, if you were smart and knew how to play the game, like, you would understand that and try and, like, manipulate the viewers to your advantage. Oh, but you don't know how, what you're doing. And that's yeah. what. I love, but I also am just like, so God, cringy. Kristen, like, can you, will you ever get it? And the answer is no. No, she's just as delusional as Sheena. She's getting ready for that Daily Mail party and Carter is not invited. And then he does that creepy sing song voice that he did. Like, I hate last it so season. much. I hate it. So uncomfortable. I hate what Carter. was the last time he did it. He whenever goes, that guy, he was like, why Stories was that they guy? be changing. Yeah. And <laughs> I was like, you're a serial killer. Like you are not to be trusted. Like the, to approach like a, like your girlfriend with that, whenever you want to ask her if she's like potentially cheated on you is like the creepiest. Yeah. And then using the dog, like, dancing it around and being like, I guess I'm not cool enough to be invited. I can't stand him. You're so angry. I really can't stand him. And I wish I knew more about their relationship because I can't imagine it not being just as toxic as all of her previous ones. It's definitely psychotic. And, like, I feel like that was the only smart move that she's made is, like, keeping that relationship pretty much off camera 24-7 because... It needs to be. It made you think... It made me think, at least, that she had, like, kind of rehabbed herself a little bit or, like, had yeah. gotten to a much more chill place. But I don't think so. No. And Kristen gets a text that she's disinvited from the party. And then later on, it just cuts to her crying in her bed eating pasta. Yeah. Laying down eating pasta, which Lay- is a feat. Fully horizontal eating is asking to die. And then also add crying. Like, I can't eat when i cry no like that crying immediately takes away my hunger and then her dogs like jump on the bed and she's like at least someone likes me and i'm kind of like this is how you feel first of all she's getting a taste of her own medicine because she strategically got james pretty much banned and uninvited from everything Mm -hmm. but it's also like 
you're missing out on like a daily mail party. And she was like, I got them flowers. Like those flowers were like maybe $15. They were like flowers from Whole Foods. And like your ex-boyfriend, like you guys might be cool, but he's not like a huge fan. No. So it's not like he's like, oh, like he like sat in like his talking hat. He was like, of course I wanted Kristen to come. But I'm just like, did you, act, did, did either of you actually, or were you just being nice? I think it's always just like assumed that she will come because she's part of the group. But then this was like a flex. It was like, you're not, I think Lisa lives for any sort of moment that she can make that dig and draw a line in the sand. with Kristen. Yeah. It's a power move because there was all that, like all the rumors early on the season that Kristen was like, not, she was going to be bumped down to friend of and all that shit. And I feel like that was probably around this time too. Yeah. I'm wondering, I I haven't gotten like a good look at like a side by side, but I do think they put her like further back and like the beginning sequence mm-hmm. where like, she's now like kind of like back with like James where like the losers hang out, like where like Raquel is. <laughs> yeah. She used to have a front row seat. She did, and not anymore. Yeah, I wonder, like, how that much must feel, like, filming that every year, and then, like, getting further and further pushed to the back until you're just, like, no longer in it. Yeah. It's, like, a weird yearbook photo. What do you have to do, though? Like, she's not willing to do necessarily what it takes to get, like, back in the front fold, which would really be, like, apologizing to Lisa and trying to, like, make nice, and then... I don't know what else she could do. Like, I feel like her, she's already dug her own grave. Yeah. And she's never going to actually authentically apologize. She's also someone that doesn't know how to authentically apologize for yeah. anything. Yeah. And it's always I, someone in Lisa's else's defense. Fault. She was an absolute trash employee. Yeah. Causing so much drama. Just cause drama. And people. then would just like go into the alley and yeah. cry and smoke and drink. Yeah. During her work hours. Yeah. It was insane. I think that one interesting thing you could do is like take like every, shot of like their yearbook photos and like have them like ranked and see like who was like moving because it's kind of like stalin-esque in a, in a way where it's just like people moving in and out of favor politically with yeah. like lisa who will always be front and center but like at one point stassi was kind of in the back stassi was in the back and but so now it's, like, making Katie like a little map is of, in like, the front yeah yeah and making like a little map of like who has been like you know deduced to like the back and who's been giving, like, brownie points so they can come back up to the front. I feel like that over, like, the course of, like, the last, like, six years would be really interesting. Yeah. And I think Katie, she doesn't do a lot that's great on this show. But what she has done really well is, like, connect herself to Lisa in such a way that she will never get fired off of Vanderpump Yeah, Rules. never. That is, like, someone. I feel like Katie's, like, a second daughter. Yeah. Like, Lisa cares for her so much. Yeah. And, like, that's the smartest thing Katie's ever done. Yeah. Because it ensures her and Schwartz's position on the show for all of eternity. Yeah, even when Schwartz is just incompetent. James has to DJ in a small room. This cracked me up and so much. He's sitting on toilet paper rolls. Sitting on toilet paper rolls with that fan that he like can't get to just yeah. turn on him. So he's kind of like making his head like follow the fan at one point. He's sweating. And then every other song, he like runs out into that little like cubby hole and yeah, dances. To like kind of pretend he might be DJing there. Yeah. 
where like you can't like see like the equipment but like he's there yeah it's but a, i don't think anyone was actually like oh he's like in a closet closet yeah like, like a he's storage closet behind the scenes yeah that was like Literally. a moment where i was thinking back of like all the jobs i've had where people have glamorized them as like oh my god you work here oh my god you work here and then like you see like the actual like what it is and it's so tragic you're just like sweating profusely in a closet next to a security camera and you're not allowed to mingle or talk to anybody no unless they come to you like jacks did yeah peter has he's the temporary tom tom manager did you see that little like cry on i feel bad for peter same um the party gets underway and all the girls arrive and like make a huge deal out of like how insanely beautiful this restaurant is and it's just like have you guys never been to a museum or like seen any true beauty in your lives like i don't think they have and they're congratulating the designer and they're like crying britney goes i've got chill bumps which that cracked me up that absolutely cracked me up i've never heard that before i googled it do I people like, call it what? chill bumps? I guess like in Kentucky, maybe. That's like a saying. Maybe. She just didn't understand like goosebumps versus like chills and just yeah. merged them into chill bumps. It seems like a colloquialism at best or just something she made up. I'm nervous. Katie says this is where this is going to be where all of us hang out forever. This cracked me up. Okay, this part specifically cracked me up because it feels like when you know, like how teenagers on like social media will be like, this is going to be the best summer of our lives. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And they're just like, this is it guys. Like, this is it. Like, we're (laughs) never going to forget this summer. And it's like summer of 2009, like stand up. You can still like find like those like old quotes, like put in like your buddy profile and shit. And like, she starts like naming off. She was like, this is our central perk. And then she named two other things. And I was like, where's like the obvious, like St. Elmo's fire reference, which like she's old enough to get, but like, of course, like she's never seen it probably, no. but she's like going for like the most basic for this bottom to be, of yeah, the barrel. Your central perk, Tom, Tom. I just like, who, who do you guys think you, the cast of friends? I just like, what? Their, their opinion of themselves has gotten to be like really inflated at this point. And I think that it comes with, it's like this false sense of confidence that comes with like money and like fame and notoriety and like, but it's rooted in, it's not rooted in anything like real. Yeah. I mean, they have such a blinkered worldview of like what's actually happening. And when she was like, this is where we're going to be hanging out every day for the rest of our lives. I was like, you really think you're in a movie we are going to come in and people are going to give you free cocktails and you and all your friends are going to sit here every day because your husband's name, which could be honestly like attributed to so many other things. And yeah. they decided to kick them out mm-hmm. who owns 2.5% of this entire thing is like, what? Like, yeah. what are you thinking? Nothing you're you're going to come in up. here and like, do what? Like work from here, like bring your laptop in, like, like I, the, it was like a sense of like they own the place. Mm-hmm. It was really funny and absurd. Yeah, Stassi wears a jumpsuit that she must have in every single color of the rainbow. I she, feel like yeah, she wears all it, like, she does day. is wear that jumpsuit. Yeah, I'm so confused by it. I felt the same way when I saw like Bo. He's like steaming, steaming it, for, it her, for her, which is really like, sweet. It is really sweet. 
but I, I recognize that jumpsuit. She has it in white. I know that. She has it in red. I'm pretty sure. She sometimes lends it to Kristen and Kristen wears where it. Where is it from? I think it's like, like where, a shitty revolve jumpsuit like jumpsuit or something. Yeah. That you can just buy like a million in different colors. Yeah. Like it's like a hundred bucks or like you know like 78 dollars maybe she'll go over that in her book as like you know the true basic thing is buying literally the same thing in multiple colors and that same thing is just a jumpsuit yeah not even a dress a regular I hope that jumpsuit. she does address that in like the chapter next to the pug chapter the pug chapter <laughs> i need to see it stassi says that she could never come up with this beautiful of a place in her dreams direct quote in regards to Tom Tom. Was this when she was talking to Lala at like I the think table? so, yeah. She does this thing with her hands that like I know you know I'm talking about. She goes like this. Oh with, like, yeah. Hands where she's like it's a really weird I her gesticulation where she's like, she's like this is the best group. Yeah. What did she said she basically did though, this is the summer of our lives thing where she was like, We're the best group of messed up motherfuckers. Yeah. Ever. And Lala just goes like she goes like yeah <laughs> lala's just like not she's like i'm not like this isn't my group like no. i don't this isn't my end goal at all and like stassi's like sitting there being like this is like what we've all been dreaming of it is what they've all been dreaming of like yeah. lala has had like the balls to like dream bigger yeah and this is like peak like every day that everyone else wakes up on vanderpump rules is the best day of their lives because yeah. they never ever thought that it would get to this like so they've never like let their minds just like wander to like their wildest dreams yeah and then now they get but which is a great place to be because then every day is a gift I mean, like, what's crazy is they were sitting at that table kind of talking about, like, how successful, like, Tom and Tom are. But, like, Stassi and Lala are just, like, Stassi's insurmountably the most more successful than either of those two will be, regardless of this restaurant. Yeah. Like, they're, like, they own a restaurant. Like, this is incredible. Like, they like, don't own anything. No. It's they their They can't even get their boss to make a written-out contract. Yeah. That's how little she trusts them. Yeah. Like, this is not success. No, no. <laughs> Writing a book is success. Like getting a book deal success. Like yeah. having a private jet you can use whenever you want. That's is success. success. Yeah. Jax is 39 and he and Lisa talk and he said he actually had a good cry this morning. Uh, <laughs> She's like, how's cool. your birthday going? He's like, I had a good cry this morning. Yeah. And then he, he relays the same sob story of like, my mom didn't call me. Yeah. I think he genuinely just wanted her to feel bad because he's obsessed with like Lisa playing his mom. Yeah. It puts her in like a power seat where she gets to like take care of him and yeah. he's like a Hit wounded her, like, baby. Her w- wounded bird analogy yeah. that she always uses. Okay. I was truly shaken to my very core when it was revealed that the Toms know what Aquafaba is. So was I. Because I just got Gwyneth's clean plate book. And that was the first time I'd ever heard of Aquafaba. That's how I heard about it too. Yeah. And I thought like that crossover where it's like they know about things that are chic, like before I know about them makes me really uncomfortable. And I question everything about my life. I'm sure that someone had to like, I I'm maybe this is a stretch but it's actually not that much of a reach to say that whenever lisa told them that they could do this she may have like had them take classes with like upscale people oh yeah i feel like she wouldn't give them this type of like power of like the namesake and being like the 
the like poster children of all of this and be able to like make their own drinks without like learning like the real especially like schwartz Mm -hmm. who knows nothing about the art of anything yeah he probably was told like a couple weeks prior like this is what this is yeah this is what we need and I then feel he like got they, like obsessed with yeah. it because it was kind of a big word and of like, course yeah and he's yeah. excited to, he loves the big words as yeah. we talked about earlier he googled it and yeah. then really like got into like researching aquafaba and then like when it ran out that night he was excited to like make a big deal out of it yeah okay that makes me feel a little bit better because i was truly like I had to just, like, pause and take a moment when I was watching it. I just, like, genuinely don't think, like, as, like, damage control, like, I think that Lisa has the wits to, like, secure that her business is going to be run properly by people. If someone asked them, if someone, like, a patron came in and, like, asked them, like, do you have this? You can't have these, like, fumbling idiots be like, what's that? Yeah. You know? Aqua what? Yeah, like, you can't, you just can't, you can't risk that. I feel like they may have been put through, like, an intensive program. Yeah. Like a boot camp. They had to have been. Yeah. I wish they had filmed that. Yeah. I need to know what all steps just, went into like them actually doing this exactly. restaurant. Because all they've showed is like them being idiots. Yeah. I just, I feel like the boot camp would have been necessary, but also would have probably like made them look bad on actual TV. Like they didn't know what they were doing the whole time. Yeah. Which they didn't. Yeah. So now that they like randomly do, I like I I think that's not a coincidence. Lisa's shit faced and she's preening to just like no one. Yeah. Like smiling out at the universe, <laughs> like kind of like dancing to herself. Yeah. And I was just like, I love this. And then Tom Sandoval says, Lisa being drunk right now is such a huge compliment. Which is like, that is like a, that epitomizes the way that people on Vanderpump Rules think. That was another thing that my boyfriend looked up and goes, what? (laughs) Like, he was just like, wait, like, how is that? How is that a compliment? Like, this is like, the bar is that low? Like, someone getting drunk, like, is your success? Because there's no AC. It's hot as fuck. She's like, probably stressed out, hasn't eaten anything, drink one cocktail, and is now shit-faced. I only saw clips of her drinking that same pink cocktail. And like... Of course she's drunk. It was a big cocktail. Yeah. But But like, like, someone getting drunk is not a compliment. No. But I love that they take it that way. Yeah. And... uh, then I wrote down, like, just what the fuck is this episode? Because we've literally been, like, conned into watching an episode about them, like, throwing a party at TomTom. which the was the like, Daily Mail. For the Daily for Mail, the which Daily was, like, Mail. the most low stakes. There was no stakes, and they just had to, like, create stakes. Like, we all know that the party was going to happen. Like, what the fuck? Billy yeah. Lee is nowhere to be found, which, like, I would have loved any sort of follow-up on, like, all the Billy Lee drama. Yeah. It would have been perfect to include her in this and yeah. also show her at, like, the girls' night And that she happened. wasn't invited, so I wonder how that's going to turn out. Yeah. Oh, Lala says about the Tom, she goes, she's, like, talking about how s- successful everyone is, and she goes, they have their names on a building in West Hollywood. Life is fucking good. And it's like... <laughs> The definition of success is the bar is so low. Yeah. But also, did you love her outfit? She was dressed like she was about to perform Godspell. Yeah. She was wearing like a polka dot, like 
and then a beret like and a beret straight and out then of like rhythm nation like a gucci like waist yeah. bag yeah she looked like she was like either gonna be in a music video or like play tennis yeah i was i'm so and she was supposed to work she was working yeah like she wasn't there as Hosting a party guest or greeting people yeah she was there like standing at the just beginning. like honing it in basically yeah. jacks says he goes and like fucks with james and like yeah. keeps friendly like offering to get him a drink which was the most sinister thing ever because he knows that james really is not dark. drinking he asked multiple times he was like can i get you a drink can he's I like get you a let beer? me get you a, drink, get you a man, cocktail? i'll get you whatever like what do you want and that james has to say like i'm not drinking so jacks just went up there to like fuck with him yeah. and like try and get he him to fall off the too. wagon yeah uh what i find like really sinister about that is that like if anyone has had like substance problems it's it's fucking jack so like knowing that someone is sober and like picking on them for it not not, not cool. cool not cool at all and he knew exactly what he was doing he knew exactly with like the guise of being like friendly yeah where he's like which Betty, makes it like, even worse and then he makes a gay joke about him yeah and the, then the closet James joke is like i know <laughs> yeah that, <laughs> that was I like loved. that that's the thing that i'm waiting for yeah like fully diffused it yeah. and then was like whatever i mean i think everyone on the season knows that raquel is his beard yeah everyone on the season has a beard where's like yeah i need logan back in the mix i yeah i need to know what happened i need to tell all from logan i feel like it's like they probably filmed like whatever was going on with logan like last season but then cut it because it was like too, too controversial or something i also i don't think it's like unfortunately except for those of us who like watch it and like dissect it like this i feel like vanderpump is like the audience is not ready to like divulge in like purely gay man on man. No. Do you know what I mean? Like this is like I mean, wasn't Britney like a fan before she met Jax? Like didn't they yeah. meet like because she was a fan? They met I think he had and it like took a her meet like and a greet. while not to be homophobic. Yeah. It took her like a while. We saw her like struggling with it and like talking to her mom and being like these people are they're they're just lucky with me mom and it was just like it just you could see like her internal struggle with like everything she'd been taught as like a good christian woman and then like moving to la yeah and being like inundated with like how life outside of like these tiny pocket areas work mm-hmm. so i just i feel like the audience for vanderpump is not like wanting to yeah. see james like, true like, gay representation on yeah. the show yeah, it's a very straight show for being like, really straight, really white in a very, very like gay part of town. Yeah. Yeah. And they act like very, I mean, I think that's why they have to be so extravagant about their like pride. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like because you have like no one. Yeah. And also, like, I just feel like Billy Lee was kind of like at this point has been chewed up and spit out. Like she yeah. was used kind of as a prop. Last yeah, for season. sure. And then this season when she is bringing up, like it's good to have the conversation around what, like the trans issues that she's bringing up, even if it's like kind of misguided, but it's like, where the fuck is she? Yeah. And also I thought it was really exploitative. The last like pride, whenever Lisa like made her like tell her story in front of like 10,000 people. Yeah. I was like, this is our new like trans member of staff. Mm-hmm. And it she's was like, just like, there you-, you go. Yeah. I was just like, are you kidding? Like, that's so weirdly exploitative. Yeah. And then they're like surprised that she's stirring up so much drama. And it's just like. And then everyone was like, 
made such a huge deal. Like every single cast member was like, Billy Lee is amazing. She's so brave. I love her. Like, we're so happy that she's here. Yeah. And then like the second that she kind of like step in a line with yeah, them, they're like, actually it's not what this is about. And like, you really need to check yourself. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's fucked up. I, I remember when that whole shift happened where, um, Billy started tweeting, uh, and I, I like went to the Instagram and saw that she like wasn't tagged. Mm-hmm. And while like obviously I thought it was a stretch because I was like they just aren't your friend. Yeah. Um. I felt like there were like much better ways to like incorporate a real conversation about diversity and inclusivity into Vanderpump Rules, and they just like don't care. No, they don't care enough. Like they're not going to bring in like a person of color. Mm-mm. They're not. They like. I mean, they literally like. I I feel like they did Faith so fucking dirty by like having her. They did. Fucking audio record because, like, I know in my heart, I feel like I know in my heart that out of all of that dark situation, it couldn't have been her, like, first, like, human instinct to be like, I should record this. I genuinely feel like production, like, eggs people into these situations. Well, I think also, like, Faith definitely was a, a side character that was, like, she had... She wanted to be more. She was motivated to, like try and be on the show more yeah and the way that this show works is like the only way that you can do that as an outsider is to like fuck your way on yeah so she like went through the motions of exactly what was expected in order to get the attention but then as soon as she got it it was like we don't get her side of the story she's like immediately vilified and like thrown off i couldn't that that's one thing that i just like did not sit well with me because i was just like if britney wants to hear about what actually happened and about how many times it happened Mm -hmm. you go to the woman in the situation yeah go to the source and like talk it out and instead historic liar yeah and then instead of that we just got like she's fucking ratchet like trashy like blah 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 blah. and then she was off we she never got to say her piece but it i think it worked out well for her because she's like killing it on mtv now like has like a whole career on another network which is great yeah she deserves that but i was like this was not right yeah no and the whole i mean the way it went down wasn't right either i just like i don't see the way that she's like performing on mtv and like killing it like i don't i just like can't wrap my mind around how it was like her idea to like trap jacks and then like film or audio record, like, what he said. I yeah. feel like someone definitely was like, maybe you should do this. Maybe it would be good for you to do this. In a kind of, like, bachelor-esque way, mm-hmm. where they're like, oh, like, maybe you should, like, start beef with this girl because she said, like, A, B, and C about you. Yeah. Faith could have been... Yeah, I wonder if she was, like, in touch with producers over that period of time, like... I feel like maybe Trying to, like, maybe been? text with them or... Yeah. To see about, like, storylines or something. Yeah, to be like, hey, look, like, this thing with, like, Jax is happening. Like, what do you think I can do? Because producers have the voicemail. Yeah. Like, it still exists. Yeah. I would die to hear it. I would literally pay. Yeah, and I... I would pay. <sighs> The fact that I know it's so much worse than what we heard is, mm-hmm. like, devastating to me. Well, we didn't even... I don't think we even heard, like, a snippet of it. No, we didn't hear any of it. We I think it's, like, it so damning that it's just, like... Oof. Sandoval says that 2014 and 2018 are the two best years of his life. The year that he got with Ariana. Yeah. And then the year that Tom Tom opened. That's really ironic considering like they haven't had sex in any of the years in between. <laughs> like. 
that he's just like celibate. Yeah. No wonder he has like such intense energy to be like a great bartender. Yeah. I, I just like, I don't under, I still, I just don't understand the relationship. Ugh. And that part was like so funny and weird to me. Yeah. I need them to break up. I need them to break up. I need Sandoval. Like I'm in, I'm invested in his like growth of Tom Tom. Yeah. Like taking it to the next level. I, need I think Schwartz he could. I think he yeah. outed. Yes. As a drug addict. Yes. And he needs to receive help. And I feel like, I, I think that honestly, like, not that I'm the big, I think that Sandoval is like a bit annoying and pretentious. I do think, however, that Schwartz holds him back. Yeah. And he cares so much about his mixology shit. Mm-hmm. I love that like flashback where Ariana was like back in like 2010, like, and when then we were like, broke at Villa Blanca and it just showed like how amazing tom sandoval is yeah and he has like a scene haircut and he's like handing like lisa and ken like the spicy cocktail and he's like guys be careful it's spicy he's passionate (laughs) and then the scene ends and it was also like in black and white to just like add the effect that's when you know it's serious yeah and vintage yeah and ariana's like kind of in the background with like long curly hair Mm -hmm. i like ariana's like changing looks throughout the year yeah i like her look right now the best yeah she's had a real glow up and it looks good. I feel like her kind of like plastic surgery stuff, whatever was going on, kind of settled in and it all looks really good now. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Thank you so much for being my guest today. Of course. This, this has been so much fun. This is so great. A comprehensive discussion. I love it. Just what I needed. This is what I've been waiting for. Um, tell all the listeners where they can find you. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter. My at is simply at Helen power move i know you're I like know. Brittany. <laughs> i know Love. i was lucky enough to get that handle i actually asked for it so it didn't used to be that but it is at helen which is h-e-l-e-n and you guys can find me there love it and in playboy yes Love. Um, i'm a playboy columnist and if you pick up the magazine that's out right now you can see me naked chic yeah <laughs> um uh, well you'll have to come back again i, will. I would love to have you Yay. and until next time Bye. Bye. I know I'm feeling, cause I know I know I'm feeling, cause I know I know.